Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics, and this is your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. Lots to talk about today. Gonna to talk about Beeple and Gary V, Bored Apes, Mutant Apes getting on blend, a goal for apes sold for almost a million dollars. Almost, not quite, but almost a million dollars. We'll get into all that. Let's start off though with a quick market overview. Volumes up a small bit. Unique wallets trading NFTs was up a fair bit. I wanted to see where are these wallets coming from, wanted to see which projects are the most people trading. And I looked and you had introducing World App, you know, the WorldCoin NFT, kind of an open edition that went with it. 3,000 wallets trading that. So that was by far the majority. Then the next few projects were all kind of projects I haven't heard of. So never quite sure where these wallets are coming from, but still more is better than fewer. Nice to see it, I guess. Large cap index was up a small bit after the weekend's rally, strength in captains and Azuki. Mid-cap index also up a small bit with a lot of strength in goblins. But with these mid-caps, it goes from 0.15 to 0.25. That's a 60% move, but nothing to get too excited about. We also had some strength in Opepin Edition and VV Checks, as there's a lot of positive energy behind the Jack Butcher ecosystem right now. We'll talk about that in a second. Looking at heavy metal, you know, Yuga came out and said that they were going to reveal the heavy metal. Uh, remember, the boxes, the NFTs. You remember they had the, the different boxes that they gave to people and they just said, you know, that they're going to be converting those into unique one of one. Uh, I don't even know. Unique ones that have their own traits. Uh, and they said they're over a thousand traits. So interesting to see that that'll be coming later this week. We saw a little bit of rally in the NFT on the back of that. As far as the Jack Butcher ecosystem goes, the Jack Butcher Christie's auction that we talked about yesterday just launched. Uh, you can see there are already bids for these three pieces between the three and the six ETH range. It comes both with the NFT as well as the physical print. So awesome to see that. You know, you got some sympathy strength on the back of it, both in VV checks as well as Opepin. And that one thing that we'll be talking about at Tor in the in the big sales section is that a lot of the Opepins have started to fetch really high prices. We'll talk about that more in a minute. In terms of art projects, this is one of the first times I've done this show. And I've been doing this show since January 12th. And I think this might be the first time where there wasn't an art project or, and by art project, I'm talking about GM Dow, Brain, uh, brain Drops and, and Art Blocks, where a single project did more than 10 ETH of volume. Still a few sales for us to talk about. This one in the upper left, of course, a Chromie Squiggle, pretty basic Chromie Squiggle, but it's the only Chromie Squiggle sale of the day, 8.6 ETH. So I'm gonna show it to you in the upper right. This is an edifice which sold for two ETH. There were two harvest sales, really cool kind of rainbow colors on this lower left, which sold for five ETH. And then this screens by Thomas Lynn Peterson sold for 1.2 ETH. So we get to talk about a few projects that we don't talk about in this section most days. Second thing to talk about, apes are coming to blend. I said yesterday it was pudgy penguins. You know, it's just a guess. Clearly I don't have information. I'm just guessing based on the information I have and what I see out there, but it was mutants and it was bored apes. Here's the announcement from Blur. Now what you also see here is that there are two tweets from Blur. First, a tweet saying it's mutant and bored apes, and then it's a quote tweet. Why two tweets? It's because it actually took about 15 minutes between the original tweet and when the functionality was actually enabled. And that was kind of interesting because what we got was once the announcement happened, you saw a huge pump in, in mutant apes where the floor went from 9.8, 9.9 to about 10.3. And then, the, you know, but all of that was people buying in anticipation of other people being able to buy and leverage. You can see here and you can sort of see it's a really kind of tiny font, but there were about 50 to 60 trades uh, where the where the buyers were reaching for were reaching for the offers buying them. And again, none of these were from the leverage wallet. These were all people buying in anticipation of leverage. The minute people were able to buy on leverage, you had maybe five or six sales, but then things started to fall. 
And it wasn't a huge crash, but we went from about 10.3 back down to about 9.9 ETH. Now, what this chart here looks at is the red dots are all the people who bought on leverage. The blue ones are just the normal trades. And what you can see was the leverage buyers who really bought the top of the market. And from there, it kind of fell. I had a feeling this would happen. When I saw there were 60 people who bought in the 10 minutes leading up to the leverage, you know, I was thinking there's no way that there's 60 new incremental buyers who are just waiting to be able to get leverage in order to buy. There's not going to be enough exit liquidity for the people who have this fast trade on, uh, and it's probably not going to work out. And that, that, that was pretty much what happened. Now, if you look at DGODs, and this DGODs chart goes back a few weeks, or I guess two weeks, but you can see here, you know, that when leverage was added and people started buying on leverage, that was also the peak of DGOD. So you had another huge buy the rumor, sell the news event. You know, in, in Mutant Apes, it was buy the event, sell 10 minutes later. Both times though, you didn't really get all the, enough demand from the leverage to really sustain the rallies. So interesting to see that. I always say, I think the less the rally, you know, when these blend announcements happen, the better. You know, it's just better to have a healthy lending ecosystem as opposed to a ton of people getting these zero APR loans, pumping up the price, buying from real holders who sell it to speculators who end up defaulting and, and the NFTs go to airdrop farmers. So overall, I think this is a healthy environment. You can see the, the DGODs floor has been doing decently well uh, since then. Third thing to talk about, Gary V and Beeple, kind of a crazy partnership. Figured I'd talk about it. First of all, who got this NFT? One thing about Gary V is that in, that, in VFriends, you have a bunch of different types of NFTs. One of them is the gift goat. And with Gift Goat, the floor is 7.5 versus the floor for the project around 2.5. But Gift Goat has been getting a lot of airdrops. I believe this was the 12th OSF was uh, did an airdrop that got sent to Gift Goat holders a little while ago. Here's the announcement from V Friends, basically saying they're closing the season with a splash. And with a splash, they did close it, doing a piece with Beeple. Here is the piece. It is a Beeple piece of Gary V. Think what you will of it. Kind of a just a crazy piece. But in any event, a little bit of background on this, and they, they did tweet about this. I thought that this was kind of interesting. This was not a piece made specifically for this moment. It was actually one of the everydays by Beeple that was made on May 22nd, 2022. So almost exactly a year ago, this piece was made. They just decided that they were going to drop it to all the gift code holders, as well as all the Beeple holders. You know, one of the comments they make here, you know, is that Beeple has been making pieces pretty much every single day for 6,000 consecutive days. Absolutely. As someone who makes a daily show, takes the weekends off, that is absolutely mind boggling to me, but you know, it does create just some incredible discipline. So congrats to people on that. Kind of a side note. If you want to look at how the prices have traded for this piece that has 1,100 additions, you can see you know, it started out at the 0 0.4, 0 0.5 ETH range and then started to get, to get some momentum. People realize this is probably the most affordable Beeple you're going to get. And the floor right now is around 1 ETH. There have been sales between the 1 ETH and 1.2 ETH range. So nice to see that. And then lastly, let's talk about a few notable sales, starting off with the Gopher Ape, sold for 530 ETH. It was sold to Pimp Capital. Pimp Capital is one of maybe three or four whales that are just buying all the Grail NFTs in the Bored Ape ecosystem and the Azuki system. You know, so this is kind of in line with a lot of what Pimp Capital has owned. 530 ETH is at the low end of where other gold for apes have traded. You can see here, there've been a couple in the 800 range. This one in the lower right, Crazy Eyes tends to be the least desirable uh, trait in the board ape ecosystem and the crazy eye go for so for 569 ETH. So this was a little bit below that. Now we also know that EB7, uh, Eric did buy a gold for ape recently and it was part of a trade as opposed to an on chain kind of for ETH transaction. And that one sold in the 400. So this one is, while it's below all the on chain trades that we've seen over the past year or so, it is above where Eric got his, which I believe was in the 400, uh, 400 ETH range. 
Next thing to talk about, OPEPINs are hitting new highs. You know, these four OPEPINs have all traded in the past few days for anywhere from 7 to 11.2 ETH. Why are these ones trading at such a premium? It's because these are in the 80 that are a part of Art Project 1, which is the Jack Butcher art. Uh, and that clearly, you know, is the first group of art for the OPEPINs and one that will likely have the most provenance going forward. And I just think like right now the market is waking up to it and really bidding up these 80 NFTs. So you've had some huge sales. These aren't even like the one of one, one of four, even one of five uh, from the Jack Butcher collection. Uh, but still, I think anything that's part of that 80, you know, the floor right now just for those 80 is in double digits. So congrats there, starting to see some real movement. Also seeing two one of ones, actual one of ones from Jack Butcher that he released a year or two ago, both sold in the past 24 hours, one for 10 ETH. This one on the left is called value, uh, comparing a gold block to uh, ETH address basically. And this one is, on the right is called tool, you know, a stone versus an iPhone. The one on the left sold for 10 ETH, the one on the right sold for 4.6 ETH. I think it's interesting that the Jack Butcher one of ones, you know, and this was true when, when checks were really hot as well, weren't always fetching the same premium that you're seeing for some of the grails within the projects. You know, Jack does have such cool art though. And I think with, with him doing this Christie's auction, he's clearly in focus. And lastly, I want to talk about one, one of one sale, uh, a new artist that I just thought was really awesome. This piece called Abyss by Nadine Bauer for three ETH. She is a underwater marine photographer, really just an incredible feeling uh, from this image. Here she is thanking the buyer. She says, I'm crying. This was her Genesis piece on Super Rare. I'll show you a few. She had sold a couple on foundation, but the first on Super Rare and an all-time high for her. So congratulations. BDB.eth was the buyer basically saying, you know, I just bought my favorite photo, added it to my collection. So awesome to see that. Here are a few of her other sales. You can see she's had sales from 0.5 to 2.5 ETH on foundation. So a lot of the similar work, similar look and feel underground, underwater, uh, and kind of a similar color palette. A little bit about her. She's a 26-year-old biologist from Germany. She says the ocean is where I belong. And she's recently gotten very into photography and started to build a name for herself in the NFT market. Uh, here, this picture, this is just a screenshot from her website, but really fun to look around Nadine's work. Uh, I think definitely just, just really cool, enchanting stuff. So awesome to see that. That is all from me today. I hope you like the show. If you like it, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, tell us what you think in the comments, and we'll be back tomorrow and every weekday, just about every weekday with another show. Have a great day.